You take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from letting your lifestyle determine your death style to weeping for your little Danish friend. <laughs> My name is Phil. With me is Frank. Yo. Mike. Yo. And Sam. No, I'm really not. Well, what? that's fair. Really? Yeah. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here, buddy. I'm always here. <laughs> in your heart, in your pants, in various orify. Mm-hmm. In your butt. Right around the Yeah. Yeah, sadly, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna be on the show for about 20 minutes because uh, I'm I'm like I'm, I'm still in California and this is like literally the only time I'm gonna be able to see my dad for like the next six months. And also, we're getting Greek food, and I'm not missing that. That's dope. Nice. Hell yeah, it is. So, why don't we just uh, roll right into the Rex boys? So, uh, hey Tom, why don't you just straight up play this? All right. Start the fucking show. Out of the gate. God damn it, that was fucking awesome. Seriously. Yeah. So, uh, look, boys, just because I'm only going to be here for another 15 minutes or so doesn't mean that I can't leave an impression. So, uh, think of this Think of this bringing in as my way of leaving a big old fucking mushroom stamp right on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what... You're welcome. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so this is... Um, this is self-described chainsaw black death metal from Sweden. Of course it's from Sweden. And that, my friends, was my one casual or not-so-casual single of the week, Svartgunst. And they are based out of Sweden, obviously, like I said. The album's called Devil's Blood. I think uh, it's it's like 60 kroner. I think it comes out to like $6. And it's a 10-track album. I need it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm I'm buying this as soon as I get back into as soon as I get back into Oregon. I'm absolutely buying this. Um, I like everything about this. Production is great. Guitar tone is great. 
I like how, uh, especially in the track we heard, uh, which was called Black Light Burning, by the way, it's actually the opening track uh, off this album. I like how there's a, uh, there's a use of similar motifs and riffs throughout the song, but there's little kind of little variations on all of them, like different, different drum patterns, different picking patterns. It kind of keeps things a little fresh and interesting. Um, I've heard, like, I heard someone refer to them as like what Watain wish they could be, and I, <laughs> I, I, might, I'm, I mean, I, I might argue that dissection were what Watain want to be, but I suppose that you know, in Svartkonst's case, that's actually true, because Svartkonst have quite the quite the eerie and oppressive aura about them. But again, I mean, uh, everything I lo- everything about it I like so far. I mean, Just, they uh, they have that the writing, but... the structuring, yeah. But with with such an insane level of aggression at the same time, like it's not lacking at all. No, those. I don't know what's. I don't say, know what's in the wa- what. I was gonna say those drums were just fucking pummeling. God, oh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. But like, fuck those Swedes, man. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 hard to do better than this. All right, so that was my casual single of the week, and I'm willing to bet that everyone on the show is probably going to buy this. And also, when did this come out? I think this is actually, oh yeah, this came out on the 29th of June. So oh. this has only been out for a couple weeks. Did... And um, did you uh, were you about to go into the band camp? Yes, I was. Okay. Uh, I was going to say you can find this band at. Svartkonst, I'll spell it out, S-V-A-R-T-K-O-N-S-T 666.bandcamp.com Go check it out. Devil's Blood is a fucking great album. Awesome. Uh, just, again, the, that opening track was called Black Light Burning. It's fucking dope as shit. Go check them out. Svartkonst are fucking great. And also, this is a one-man band. Fuck, really? Really? Not joking. One motherfucker did all that. Yeah. Jeez. Just goes to show you that like There's... people people who think that you need a professional studio and like a whole bunch of people doing this shit for you you don't you don't you can be one guy and you can create something like spark const De- uh devil's blood album there's there's also a a kind of a benefit of sometimes with some of these one man bands is that they're they're very focused on what they want it to be that 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 level of complete creative control Mm-hmm. Uh, can either go very well or very poorly, and this is a, a situation where it went extremely well. Extremely well. Uh, to to build on what to build on what Frank is saying, uh, I think I think uh, to to take that even further, uh, it can what it can do is it can result in a project that is genuinely your vision remaining your vision. Yes, throughout. And again, uh, no, Phil, Phil brings up a, a valid point, however, and then and that that can be either a very good thing or it can be a very, very bad thing. I mean, God, just like look at look at one man black metal throughout history and you will see it is often a very, very bad thing. Yeah. But in Spartan's case, no, it's not. This is fantastic. And I hope we hear more material from him soon. Yeah. You have to be well rounded in every regard. So fucking absolutely. I'm going to. I'm more excited to check yeah, this, this out. Yeah, this uh <laughs> yeah, this is uh this this is an album this is an album written and recorded by a guy who obviously has taken his time, uh knows what he wants to do, knows what kind of sound he's going for, uh knows the way he want knows the knows how he wants things to be written. And it shows. Uh this is a very very strong album and I really like I said I really hope we get to hear more from them from this because this dude is fantastic. 
Very nice. Oh, and apparently his name is Rickard Tarnqvist. So, Rickard, if you're out there, man, you're fucking awesome. I hope you do more shit. Fucking A. Yeah, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm buying this one. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, all right, so that's it for me. That That's my bring-in of the week. Awesome. Cool, cool. So, um... My fiance approaches me when she goes to a uh, warp tour the other day and says, Oh, I really like this band. I was like, okay, cool. She was like, you should bring it on your show. And I was like, what? Like, as a little information, the hardest thing that she's uh, really like maintained uh, listening to was, you know, like uh, Chiodos and you know, nothing against them, but I, I we don't often bring that genre in right. the show. As you just heard, we, we tend towards very, very aggressive music. So she shoots me over a link, and I listened to it a little bit, and I was excited to hear that she got into something that I would bring onto the show. So without saying any more for now, let's uh, take a second to listen to the track uh, Rise. close attention during the broadcasting era of comeback kid (laughs) (laughs) and it's a great thing yeah Uh, i mean to be fair the whole album's a little all over the place i obviously tended toward the song that i guess i identified with the most and that'd be a little bit of melodic hardcore yeah Um, other tracks i mean like there's some heavier stuff there's definitely a little bit more uh like the last track is very i would say poppy um you know, and it's not going to, you know, I'll just be up front. It's not going to be for everybody because it, it like the subject matter on the album is uh, it deals very strongly with like female rights and like me doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? The album's fine. I think it's cool. And I'm much more excited to see my fiance getting into any sort of heavy music. So. I mean, we get a lot of that with Svalbard and it's never been anywhere let me just say this is a little little heavy-handed but it still doesn't bother me i could see it bothering some people and you know what that's like their prerogative that's not 
that's not at all what bothers me. Like, I, I honestly, I honestly do not have a problem with uh, statement music. I don't really understand people who do, because people are like, oh, I ought to like politics and any entertainment. I'm like, well, uh, what do you think that, what, like, well, what do you think that rock music throughout the, like, well, what do you think that rock music throughout, like, the 60s and the 70s was, like, during the Vietnam War, like, protest music was all over the place. So right. don't tell me that. So don't tell me that statements and protests have no place in art because that's kind of what a lot of, of art is about. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of overt statement art, really, but you know what, man? Don't tell me it doesn't have a place and don't tell me it doesn't have a right to exist because it absolutely does. You going to try to tell me you don't like Creedence Clearwater Revival? Right. I love, <laughs> dude, I own like six Creedence albums. Yeah, they're phenomenal. They're you know, one of my they favorite are. fucking bands. You know, and I, think I, will, I will say the only thing that bothers me about this is I just don't really like the music. This is ah, not a yeah. style. I, melodic hardcore is not my thing. Right. Like we we all knew that already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and like we say all the time. I mean, you know, we do, I just needed something that she could relate to, and that ended up being this. So, like, with all of us, which is cool. Yeah, right. Hopefully, that'll be the seed that we can listen and share more taste. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, yeah. Dude, so. you'll be, dude, she'll be she'll be buying Blasphemia merch in a year. <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, it, it is. There, there's certainly a, a solid stepping stone band without being one of those throwaways. Yes, I think that's what. Like, that's a good way of putting it. I can still appreciate this, even though I'm like, depending on how you want to, if you want to look at it in this way, I'm kind of like past that level of things. Mm-hmm. But I still really enjoy this. Right. So. If you're interested, you want to check it out. You want to try and get your fiance into some heavy music. Um, that would be implying that anyone would want to marry me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Well, if I wasn't already taken. Oh. <laughs> um, Damn. <I> blessed <laughs> over here. So that was Sharp Tooth off of their new release, Clever Girl. Um, you know, heavy also in on the Jurassic Park references, which I, I was about awesome. to. I was about to say I, I have to give huge props to this band for the Jurassic Park theming because those movies are my shit. That's right, and um, so they do have some material up on Bandcamp. You can find that at sharptoothmd.bandcamp.com. Um, that's up to their I think 2015 EP. If you want to check out their new stuff, I believe they're at Pure Noise Records. Okay. So they're based out of Maryland. And again, that was Rise. So cool. In light of keeping it moving, next up we've got Backslider off of the album Motherfucker. And we're going to listen to a little bit of Sex and Prison.
Give me more of that. <laughs> Every time I thought I had it figured out, they threw something new at me. Right? It started oh. out, and I was like, oh, is this, is this Those... more melodic hardcore? And I was like, oh, no, this is grindcore. And they throw in a straight fucking hardcore breakdown. It's like, <laughs> yeah. some two step Look, you know what? Here. I don't care because the riffs were all I cared about. And the riff, like, I don't give a fuck about any genre change ups. I just need riffs. And that had a wall of riffs. It that had, is all I want. The thing is, it had the best styles of riffs from each of the genres that they attacked. Like, it, it's so fucking. And it worked so fucking well. It's it's like it's like crotch duster without the humor. Crotch duster. <laughs> That's amazing. Wait, wait, do you guys, wait. Do you guys seriously not know about that band? I don't. <laughs> oh my god! Just okay. Uh, just before just before we get lost in anything, everyone listening and all of you guys, like when you're done with this, go on YouTube and look up Crotch Duster's Big Fat Box of Shit album. <laughs> it, is. It, it is i own a i own a physical copy of it myself but go look it up on youtube i don't know if you'll love me or hate me probably both <laughs> all right so definitely what you guys said i mean honestly i would have said power violence before grind because of the vocals um but yeah grind whatever like I, it's a whole bunch yeah like what i i remember you once asking me what the what fuck is, is power, power violence? violence? I remember that day. Um, it's been like three years. Yeah. Dog. <laughs> um, and yes, I guess without the humor, sex in prison, huh? But um, <laughs> the riffs, like those delicious, like Sabbath tones on the guitars. Um, just seeing like the style changes in power violence. Like I don't always tend towards that genre. Um, the vocals throw me off sometimes, but like I feel like absolutely everything worked. It's nice hearing that style with quality recording. Yeah, absolutely. And these guys are hometown heroes out of Philadelphia. Fucking a. Nice. So we might get a get a piece of that. I hope so. So. And I won't be there, and that sucks. I mean, unless they're playing a show that week. <laughs> oh. They still haven't announced the after shows. That's true. That's true. They might, they might just suddenly be like, oh, hey, guess what? Backslider are playing, and guess what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So um, you can find them at backslider.bandcamp.com. Hell yeah, dude. Let's keep rolling. I am beside myself pumped about this next one, and I have a mission today. This was released in 2011. I'm going to get this shit out of the way first. I think this EP is goddamn near perfect. 2011, we have had nothing else. I did a little bit of looking on their Facebook page. I don't know why. You know, maybe they had issues in the band, whatever. They took a hiatus or something or other. But I saw these guys on the Mathcore Index Fest uh, docket playing with Car Bomb, CU Space Cowboy, and other acts that we've covered. So I checked them out on a whim, found the one release that I think they only have. I mean, I even checked uh, the Ar Metal Archive releases, one release. So... On their Facebook page, they said they're working some new material. They're playing a bunch of shows. Fucking find out how to support these guys. God damn it. This is Inside the Beehive. Let's listen to a little bit of Headless. Headless. <laughs> 
judging by what we've just heard, I imagine when you first heard them, your dick was hard instantly. Um, I listened to this four times today. That was wow. awesomely tasteless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was no, there was no chill at all yeah. present in that. I mean, I guess if you were looking for some easy listening, you would not, you would not go to this at all. Dude, it was like 105 in my shop today. I was just, you know what? Damn. If I'm going to suffer, I'm going to suffer in every conceivable way. Like, <laughs> this is ignorant on every fucking account. The, it yeah. just keeps fucking yeah. moving, dude. So that was off of Drink Bleach and Live Forever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> that fucking title sold me already. And uh, you know what? And you know why I say figure out how to support these motherfuckers? Because right now, this album... The only way to get it is for free. Oh. Yeah, I noticed that. So, spread it. Buy their mm -hmm. shirts. Go to the shows that they're playing right now. Send the Facebook support. Let them know we want more material because, God damn it, this is everything I like. That's it. Bullshit. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you've convinced me. I will, I will go like them on Facebook and shit. Probably won't. Yeah, probably won't be able to go to their shows, but yeah. which really sucks because I actually would be really interested to see what this is like live. But yeah, uh, also guys, I'm really really sorry, but I, I really gotta get going because my ride is on my way. There, uh, sorry. On its way. Mm -hmm. So I'm really sorry, guys. I wish I could stay around for the whole episode. I'll be back next Monday. I'll yeah. be back next Monday though. Okay, I'm gonna All be right. back in Oregon. And Frank, I, I know you get upset when I'm away for too long. I don't think you're sorry. How about that? Huh? Huh? You know what, Mike? Yeah. No, not Mike. Frank? Frank? Just yeah? Buddy? Buddy. Hey. There's going to be plenty of mushroom stamps in okay. just a week, okay? All right. All I'm, right. I'm going to let you be the I'm going to let you be the big spoon the whole time, okay? Oh, there we go. I'm going to go to a hobby okay. store. I'm, I'm in control. And get an actual mushroom stamp. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, if you go to a hobby store while you while while I'm there, Take me with you, because I just like looking at Warhammer 40k shit. <laughs> okay. I think he meant more like an AC Moore. Or Michaels. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, no, I thought he like, meant, uh, he meant like, like a craft like, store. Oh. Fuck, that's not interesting. Fuck that. So while you're eating Greek with your dad, you got you can show him into the beehive. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that, but I might I might bring along like the, the two Huey Lewis and the News albums I bought since I've been in California. Nice. That's not a joke, by the way. I now own Sports and Four, nice on CD, dude. I'm so fucking stoked about it. You don't even know. Like, I might have to send Mike a picture of my haul for Instagram and have him post it because it is one of the dopest hauls I've ever gotten. All right, so I really do need to go, guys. I'll I'll talk to you later. Okay. Peace. Later, dude. Later. Bye, boys. All right. Uh, so. Getting back to this, I was just going to say that shit is Edmund Kemper levels of savage. Yes. Yes. Fucking. Okay, I'm not going to get into that. I'm trying to think of uh, that one fucking dude shoving nails in his taint. But, oh, uh, uh, fucking <laughs> Albert Fish. Albert Fish. Albert Fish levels of depraved. <laughs> the lyrics are fun, too. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> hometown heroes, Rutherford, New Jersey. Nice. So we might catch them. I'm going to absolutely keep my eye on this. And again, that's at insidethebeehive.bandcamp.com. All right. Time for my casual signal, uh, single. So, uh, Tom, just play that. 
yeah. There was no need for that breakdown. Yeah, there was no. no need for it. <clears throat> but they did it anyway. Oh my. It was the first thing in the morning. I hurt myself. Whew. So <laughs> that was the song Primal Code off the uh, the EP off the same name from the band Burnout. <sighs> Video game Primal Rage made music. <sighs> yeah, that's just some... That's some, some straight up nasty ass hardcore. Just climbing up the side of a building and punching on the inside. That's uh, Rampage. <laughs> yeah. Both the games combined, putting some toxic waste. Yeah. Pick up the people, throw them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this uh, this uh demo, whatever. It's like three tracks. They're all under two minutes, but they're just so goddamn heavy. Like, this it, is. This is four and a half minutes of go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I really dig that. Yeah. I mean, getting back, like, I don't know that that's necessarily power of violence, but what, what, it, like. It's, there's parts that are. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess kind of like in the same sense as Backslider, like, they're doing it the way that I really like it. Mm. Riffs, tone, production value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It is all very tasty. And if you want to wanna pick that up, just head over to burnout.bandcamp.com. Uh, let me also just say that, that that album cover is like... Seeing a wolf like that, that is one of my f- favorite images. I noticed that like a lot of like hardcore likes the images of wolves or like Rottweilers. But particularly or like that kind of a, of a dog. They're like all. snarling. Oh my god. Like... There's not a lot scarier than that. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Phil, right what, do you, what do you got for us? Ah. What you got? Doing something a little different this week than what I've been doing. Um, so I've been I've been bringing in a lot of shit from the upcoming fest, mostly like the bands that people are less likely to know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to keep tackling that because I'm sure we're going to want to talk about a lot of that in two weeks. So True. instead, I rolled back a little bit. Um, 2014 was when I started consistently going to the fest every year. And, uh, when I went at the time, I was unfamiliar with quite a few of the fucking bands playing because I had kind of been out of the scene for a while. Uh, one of the standouts for me that weekend was, uh, was this particular band. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and just roll that. So hard! 
Get you, that gets you fucking amped up. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I was looking at the at the flyer for the 2014. This is hardcore, and I got the weirdest nostalgia. Um, but that was the track "Under Your Spell" off of the album "Lost in Life" by the band Backtrack, featuring uh, featuring a little guest appearance from the vocalist from Turnstile. Oh shit! Yeah. That, okay. I, I mean, I hate to sound like I'm repeating myself this week, but. You know, when we're talking, like, more straight hardcore, like, yeah, it ticked a lot of my boxes off again. Like, it, it's complex enough that I can really dig into it. The vocals are good. The mastering is good. Um, they keep it fresh. You know, they surprise you at the end. It's really good. Yeah. I, I fucking, you know, and that weekend I bought pretty much all of their shit on vinyl <laughs> at the fest. Cause it was like, fuck yes. Um I wish they were playing again this year, but they Me have too. been, uh, I think they played a show not too fucking long ago in Philly. So, um, you know, they're still out there doing their thing. Uh, if you want to find this particular album, you can find it at bridge9.bandcamp.com. Um, and again, that's Lost in Life. Uh, killer, killer fucking hardcore album. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to pick that up. Like, It's also... It's also one of those things, like, I picked up a t-shirt of theirs that weekend, and I don't wear it too often, because for some reason, navy blue was very popular with hardcore bands that year. And, like, you can't wear that shit with jeans. You just look like a big, weird, blue <laughs> fucking doofus. Yeah, same shit. Um, <laughs> so I don't wear that one too often, unfortunately. You see, I'm one of those people that I don't give a shit about what colors are with what colors and I, then my girlfriend yells at me i just i feel like a fucking goof mm-hmm. so I, I can't i can't do it um anyway enough fucking hardcore fashion talk <laughs> <laughs> we Ooh. got a segment here some might say it is the most magical segment the greatest segment of all time i would argue mm-hmm. one segment to rule them all one segment oh, to God brew them damn all. It. fucking nerd <laughs> So, for this Brutal Bruise, we're going back to 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> ah, fuck. Whew. Ah, man. F- fuck anyone who shit talks fucking old Metallica. You're that, out of your fucking minds. That's you're out of your league. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the. If you don't fucking know, that was trapped under ice off the 1984 release "Ride the Lightning" by Metallica. Whoo! God damn it! It was so good. It was so fucking heavy, and aggressive. Was, what I wouldn't fucking give to see Metallica in their prime, still doing smaller shows like. Just destroy places. Ah, it's just fucking chaos, man. You you can't. No one survived that shit. Oh, so ride the lightning. Um, you had before this. You had Kill 'Em All. Do you know? Great fucking album. But then you had Cliff Burton, who, you know, was talking to the other musicians like, Yo, let me sh- let me teach you a little thing about music theory. All right. And then this monster comes out. So you have that nasty fucking aggressiveness with beautiful song structure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a there's a noticeable step up between mm-hmm. the two albums. Um, Ride the Lightning very clearly paved the way for what they did after, uh, at least for the next two albums. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Once, uh, once the uh, introduction of harmonies and stuff like that got brought in, like... It was changed. It's why they became as big as they are. Yeah. Um, now, Metallica is also one of those, like, this is one of those great, like, first metal bands. Um, specifically, also, like, someone wants to know, like, start to get into thrash or something like that. You can give them Ride the Lightning, and they're going to get it. This was, like, beyond the, the, the early shit, you know, the fucking Sabbath and everything when I started to take that step into, like, the heavier shit, it was Metallica. Right. Um, so, we need a... That's why I chose the beer that I chose. Um, oh, buddy. A lot of... A lot of people I've met, the beer that I chose was one of their first steps into the craft beer world. True. Um, fuck. I see what you did here. And that is Victory's Golden Monkey. Now... With that being said, some people uh, they'll they'll forget that that heaviness that that Metallica was. It's easy to kind of just dismiss it, which sadly I think a lot of people do the same thing to Golden Monkey. Yeah, they kind of like oh yeah it's 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 whatever it's that popular you know you can get it almost at every bar and like whoa whoa whoa. Don't discredit this. Yeah. Remember what he, this is. This is no slouch. It, it, it's funny, too, because it's almost in the same exact way. Um, victory often gets kind of passed over by people who are more, who are deeper into the craft beers because it's, it's, it's huge. It's popular. It's, it's, you know, one of the first for everyone who starts diving through craft beers. And it, it, the same can easily be said about Metallica. Uh, you know, a lot of people, once they're, like, balls deep into the genre, tend to forget how fucking phenomenal these albums are. You always have to go back and listen to these albums and remember, like, there's a re... Now, granted, they got popular and some of the stuff they put out isn't what we wanted, but there's a reason why they got to that stage. Yeah. And that's because of what they put out before, how fucking great it was. Fucking victory with... Beers like Hop Devil, Golden Monkey, like, 
craft beer might not be as big as it is if it weren't for such beers as this. Like it, it's those uh, I guess accessible beers that help get people into it. Like uh, I mean, yeah. Um, barring maybe Sam Adams, like it's it's one of the the leaders in the fucking craft beer game. Mm-hmm. First fucking first American microbrew to be shipped internationally. Also, never mind the fact you got this nice like herbal like fruity notes going on, and uh, you wouldn't know it by drinking it, but nine and a half percent. Yeah. So it's there to kick you in the ass. When it's got mm. it's got the proper complexity of a true Belgian. It, it's exactly. not just like a fucking because there are plenty of Belgians that are just pure malt. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, like some of those are the ones that beer snobs will lean to. And um, a lot of the time when I hear that, I'm like, yeah, but Golden Monkey's better than that one. Uh, you know, it, it's certainly not the best Belgian out there, but it's a damn fine Belgian. Mm-hmm. Backed with Ride the Lightning is up there as fucking great metal albums. Yeah. That is... There's there's not a bad song on this album. I mean, even when all that other bullshit with, you know, all the Napster hate they got, you know, most people still maintain that, you know, this is an album they still liked. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Dodge the Heat. Yeah. God. You, you, you can't deny these fucking early Metallica albums. And if you are, you, you really... Either you're just a fucking jaded asshole, <laughs> or you're you're new to it, and maybe you maybe you skip them. Uh, don't Mm-mm. go back. Uh, I was reading some bits. Um, apparently, when this album came out, some like fans were upset with the track like "Fade to Black." Like, oh, what's this? What's this trash? It's like uh, no, it's a good fucking song. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh Jesus. There's this, there's this thing called variety. It's nice. Yeah, uh, there, there's so much about, the, especially this particular album, that is exactly why fucking Metallica stood out amongst all of the other fucking bands in, at the time. You know, uh, even out of the big four, like, there's something very unique about Metallica's approach that's just, I can't always even put my fucking finger on it, but... It's unmistakable. I'll still say, as far as, like, songwriting goes, like, of the big four, like, they nailed it. Like, yeah. they understood I, melody and, like... That's kind of what I was going to say, is, like, especially having been a hater and having recently, like, shed all that bullshit, and it's, like, getting back in listening. I mean, yeah, were there people imitating Metallica forever? Like, from the opportunity that they could? Yes. But I... I've yet, I mean, you know what, even is there thrash out there that I like better? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But for their specific additions to the genre, there's not a lot of other artists out there that I could say do it better. Or, you know what I mean? Especially not at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there were plenty of great thrash bands in the 80s, you know. Um, A band that that arguably should have been included in the fucking, it really should have been the big five. I, I don't think you can leave exodus out no oh, sure. okay. they were earlier than most of them and and just as fucking influential just somehow got fucking totally passed mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. but even exodus as much as i love them i don't feel like they ever necessarily had 
you know, I mean, there's Fabulous Disaster, which no one's going to fucking deny, but was it Ride the Lightning? No, it's funny. Mm. I'm pretty sure some of the riffs in uh, Ride the Lightning, uh, I forget which tracks, but like, were like segments that Exodus didn't use that Kirk Hammond brought over. He's like, hey, how about this? Probably. Probably. It's crazy. I always <laughs> right? I, That's a, like something that wasn't used in one thing, used in another, and that band obviously grown more popular. Like mm. I, I always forget the fucking Hammett spent time in Exodus. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's crazy. But do yourselves a favor, throw on Ride the Lightning, pick up a six pack of uh, Victory's Golden Monkey. You're gonna get blasted. Have a good time. <laughs> fucking killed it, dude. You killed it with this pairing. And it's it's harder to do with the, with the bigger albums like this. Because mm-hmm. you really have to take time to think about it. You know, there there are some things where it's, it's kind of easy to bullshit. Um, I certainly did last week. And it worked. But, like... When you when you're tackling something like Ride the Lightning, like you you gotta be, you gotta be careful. Your pairing needs to hit multiple levels because that because the album did, mm-hmm. you know. <coughs> so it's like it's you need it to be fucking perfect, and I I think you fucking I think you slammed this one, man. I get a motherfucking gold star. Guess you do. Or just four more gold monkeys. <laughs> this is also true. Yeah, yeah for once I don't have to be at work early tomorrow. Whew. Sour Monkey's been hitting the rounds lately. Sour Monkey is fucking amazing. It, it I like is, it. it, it you know, it, it's I expected more of a sour when I first tried it, and I was initially kind of disappointed. But then as I kind of shed that and just appreciated it for what it is, which is not necessarily a sour ale, but a sour gold monkey. I was like, oh, wait, this, like, this fucking works. Yeah. You want to talk about a uh, refreshing, but because of that dangerous uh-huh. summer drink, uh-huh. Sour Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, we found Keith in a lot of funny situations over the last couple months. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, because that's, you don't play with that. Like, and he does. Yes, I've does. seen him play with it many a time. Oh, uh, dude, there was a summer... I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a little bit because this is a short episode so far, uh, where my neighbor's brother and his brother-in-law decided we're gonna stockpile Mad Elf. I don't know what they thought was gonna happen, like if they thought they were gonna sell it a few months later for like mad money, but it didn't work out for them because honestly, out of season, it's just not that popular. No. Um. So they had, like, a pallet of this shit. So they fucking drop off, like, four cases at my neighbor's house. So it's the middle of the summer, and he's just, like, he sticks them in his fridge outside, and he's just, just, like, help yourself. So I'd regularly go over there and drink, like, five Mad Elfs on, like, a fucking (laughs) Wednesday and be like, oh, shit, I'm going to be late for work tomorrow. And it was only, like, 7 o'clock. It's actually funny. With the uh, the gold monkey, there's a kid I worked with, and now he drink. If he's having a beer, he's having like Miller Lite. Um, okay. So he was at a bar, and for whatever reason, after he's been drinking a little bit, someone told him like, "Oh, you gotta try this golden monkey." So he was just knocking them back because people were buying them. Oh god! 
And so I think he said he had like four. Oh. And yeah, he had four, he said, in like less than an hour. Holy shit. He said instantly, he was just like, he was like, oh, oh no. Uh. He said he started like walking towards the bathroom because he could like feel it. And he said everything just started twisting. He's like, oh shit. Just goes to the toilet and just starts vomiting all over the place. He's like, oh god, it burns coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, because of all the fucking spices. Yeah. I was oh, like, I was like, shit. dude, that's I had something. I was like, it's like craft beer can be a lot stronger. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Unless you're professionals like us at Shock on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. We take that shit to a new level. And then <laughs> Frank gets and, handsy. Yeah, and then I get handsy and then I call out of <laughs> work the next day, like, you know. Cause I'm, I can't shrike, shake it off like I did in my youth. <sighs> Wait till you pass thirty; it just gets worse. That's what my my manager was telling me. He was like, "Cause this was when I was like twenty six, and I was like, I fucking feel it." And he's like, "He's like, have you gotten the uh, reverse? I forget what he called it, like reverse hangover." I was like, "What?" He's like, "That's when you wake up fine, but as the day goes on, you just get shitty." And I was like, "Why? Yeah. Why is that a thing?" Yep, that happens. Fuck. Fucking prepare to always carry Tums and fucking ibuprofen. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you want to crush these uh, last bits? Yes. I'm not finished with the ignorant music yet. Mm. Mm-mm, not even a little bit. So uh, I bought brought Mouth Breather on not too long ago. They released another album called Dal Meat. Let's listen to Proportion. something that really stood out to me um, throughout all of the fucking chaos that's <laughs> happening there's this 
through like the core of the music there's this groove yeah that stays consistent up until that fucking breakdown and there it, it's weird that to hear like something kind of along those lines of like i like chaotic hardcore and whatever the fuck else you want to call what was in there uh but, but it's still being like danceable yes yes like you actually heard them slow down in real time to pummel us for those last 15 seconds which was fucking great that was an ignorant fucking breakdown it's another one from start to finish they leave you no quarter and it's name your price which means throw the money you asshole yeah i never i never say that to say oh go buy for free i'm saying that because it's like for anybody out there that listens that might be like in a spot right now toss them what you can but you can still get some new tunes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is ridiculous. Like, Well, it's at the end of the day. If you can only afford to throw them two bucks, it's still better than you pirating that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, at the end of the day, like, one of the best uh, advertising tactics for these bands is word of mouth. I mean, they don't have deep pockets to be buying, like, ad space, so. that's. I mean, that's what we exist for. Absolutely. That's exactly what we try to do. Absolutely. So this, this, is, a, this is a hell of a fucking release. I mean, I like their last... Uh, EP, but this is <laughs> it's relentless. So you know, go check it out. M- Mouthbreathercult.bandcamp.com. It's so good. All right. So I was made aware of something. Um, so I believe it was during the um, Necrotic Gore Beast interview. Uh, we were mentioned that there was like some gore grind band with like an insanely long name and you can't understand the someone posted them in one of the fucking groups i'm in like literally the day after we talked about funny that. thing <laughs> um on on uh twitter uh faithful listener donnie he uh messaged us he's like hey like they just released a new album you need to feature this on the show and i was like yeah <laughs> so because they just i think it was this month um just released uh yeah. Yeah, July 6th. Um, so the band in question, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to spell it for you. <laughs> X-A-V-L-E-G-B-M-A-O-F-F-F-A-S-S-S-I-T-I-M-I-W-O-A-M-N-D-U-T-R-O-A-B-C-W-A-P-W-A-E-I-I-P-P-O-F-F-F-X. Feel free to rewind if you need to. <laughs> yeah, hope you had your pens ready. Yeah. Um, as you're driving. <laughs> so we're going to listen to a little bit of Space Cowboys off Gore 2.0. Ride. Gotta make it 
Okay, so, uh, I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show, because why the fuck would I have? Uh, I can't stand strip clubs. They're very uncomfortable. However, if anyone, and I mean anyone, if it's a male review, this still stands true. If you fucking dance at a strip club to that fucking song, I will show up and at least throw uh, throw at least one hundred dollar bill up onto the fucking stage. <laughs> so this is this is a, a good example of of Gorgrind embracing what it is. Complete insanity. Mm-hmm. Like And fun. Yes. It, it's insanity in the most fun way. You can talk is, about holding a rhythm through that whole goofy song. <laughs> There's, there's, um, you know, it, it's not too often that you get to hear surf rock thrown into metal. <laughs> um, I I, I, you know, too. one of the only other bands I know of to do it really successfully is Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so to hear it done that well is fucking awesome. I was these, as, as, like playful as this can be at times, they can fucking play and write like. They, yeah. um, they know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, at the end of the day, all I really want is the Monsters theme song. Oh, so. yeah, dude. <laughs> we are more friends now because you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, this is this is definitely on my wish list. Um, in order to find it, you can either rewind to yeah. hear what I just said as far as their band name. Because it's that.bandcamp.com. <laughs> oh, fuck me. <laughs> um, or um, if you just type in X-A-V-L-E-G, oh, like they're, they're known enough to where, like, it'll autofill. Like, also, what the fuck else could that be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even Google's like, oh, shit, I got you. You into that gore grind. <laughs> yeah. I got something else to bring in. Look at you. Right? I was excited about this one. What do you mean, uh uh-uh. uh? Oh, all right. Well, I can still talk about it. Um, so there's a band I brought in a while ago, uh, Angst from Germany. Um, A N C S T. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just released a new album called Celestial. Now, the cool thing about them is, you know, some albums are more like black metal or like black and hardcore, and other albums are dark ambient. This is one of the dark ambient ones, and it's fucking dope. Um, ah shit! I really want to hear that. Um, you, I'll try and remind you later to throw a link up in the Facebook. Yes. Also, they just released a uh, a double cassette release called Anomaly, which is a compilation of all their dark ambient tracks. Nice. So to be clear, the uh, two most recent releases are uh, all of their dark ambient or a, a big no. chunk of it. So Celestial is a new album. Okay. And Anomaly is, is the double tape of all of their. Uh, uh, some of at least a collection of their dark Old, ambient releases. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. They fucking, goddamn, they they kill it. And I believe. Oh, actually, good news for people in the area. Um, in October, full of hell, outer heaven. Get who else? It's coming to Philly. Word. Fucking a. Yeah, we need to go to that. Yeah, we do. It's fine. I think the the last time we saw Full of Hell, wasn't Outer Heaven playing with them? 
I believe so. That was when they played with nails, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Wasn't it also that Toxic was, Holocaust was, there? No. Yes. Was it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it was uh, Outer Heaven, Grave Creeper. Gate. Yeah. Gate Creeper. Um, nails. Nails full of hell. And then wasn't the Toxic other? Toxic Holocaust. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That that was a fucking lineup. How do you like? I'm like, there's no way they could have also been there. Like, oh yeah, it was insane. Uh, no, that was um, that was a super memorable fucking show. Oh goddamn. Well, I think that's uh, that's what we got for today. But Mostly, sure, yeah. Sure uh, just a reminder that uh, this is hardcore is ten days away. <laughs> um. If you're in the area, or even if you're out of the area, I highly recommend, if it's something you can make happen, uh, get your asses out here. It is um, a, a seriously unique experience. It is, I've never seen a fest that is more lovingly crafted. Uh, the team who works on this works on it all fucking year. Like, they already have bands booked for next year. I mean, and for um, a bunch of, of rowdy people, you know, it, it really goes without incident. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing what they do. Um, you know, y- you'll never experience another fest quite like this is hardcore. There's a reason people travel from all over the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Every year, I- I've met people from Singapore. I've met people from Australia uh, who come all the way to fucking Philly. Even... Even people within uh, the United States that, like, it's funny. I'll see people making posts on, like, Twitter or something like that, like, saying, like, hey, can I room with someone or, like, stuff like that because yeah. it it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, Also, like, I mean, I've made... I've made serious lifetime friends out of going to that fucking festival it, it's it's uh, it's crazy and it's it's an amazing thing uh you know even outside of the lineup it, it's just there's something fucking magical about fucking hardcore kids summer camp <laughs> i'd still say um i remember last year like when it was that routine that i had of going to work rushing home getting on the train going to the show getting a little bit of sleep, going to work, and then repeating the process for three days. Like, I was so beat, but even that that next day, like, I was sad that I didn't have a concert to go to. The post-fest depression. Yeah. It's tough, man. Um, Then you go to work for a week with a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Give me a reason to start dancing again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it right here. Um, so yeah, if if you can make it out to the fest, please fucking do. If you're in the area, there's there's no reason not to. Uh, the the tickets are cheap as fuck, man. It's like one fifty for all four fucking days. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Um, uh, yeah. So, also, um, Wisdom and Chains will be releasing their new album at the festival. <laughs> Baller. Uh, I, I believe they're. Crossing my fingers for a tape. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sure there will be one. And there's also going to be uh, limited release fucking vinyls. So that's what I've been holding out for. Um, so, yeah, man, there's just a million fucking reasons to go. Come out to this is hardcore. Internet's back. You play that clip. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. fucking roll it. Roll it. Jump to Jump to the correct time. Three minutes in. There's a lot of build up.
So there is a the way that track starts off, you kind of get one of those layers. And as it goes on, different element brought in, another element we brought in, and eventually starts building and building and building. Like Chipotle? Yes. Exactly like Chipotle. So. You're left with a war torn battlefield on top of a mountain burrito. <laughs> yes. I liked it. I was, I was picking up like notes like bagpipe and wind and cold and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things. It's one of those genres. It's really hard to pick. Even two minutes, it's hard to pick. Dark yeah. Clip. yeah. Oh, it's next to impossible. That's why I was like, I'm listening. To, I'm like listening. To, I'm like, fuck. There's there like, been a few times where I just straight up called out, uh, shouted out cryo cha- cryo chamber on Instagram because I'm like, I really want to cover this on the show, but it's really tough. Is that was a, a bit off the track uh Prism cell. Okay. Um off of like I said, Celestial. Um you do if you like that genre, you're gonna to wanna to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean dudes are uh not afraid of working their balls off, so Mm-hmm. Fucking A. I'm glad we actually got to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Internet. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, if you're still with us. <laughs> Thank you. Alrighty. Well, I think that about does it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me remind everyone, you can find everything about the show over at fthepit.com. Uh, that's the letter F and then the words thepit.com. Uh, you can find links to all of our social media, SoundCloud, all the different fucking podcast apps that we're on. Um, and if for some reason we're not on your choice of podcast app, let us know. Uh, we'll make sure to get our asses on there. That's right. Uh, if you're listening through iTunes, it would be a massive favor if you would leave a review. Oh, Alexa support coming soon. Oh, word? Yeah. Fucking A. You can get your Alexa to play us, and then she'll probably interrupt and say something creepy, as has been happening to my neighbor <laughs> uh, <laughs> weekly now. It's very odd. It's been doing very strange things to him. Um, I fully expect to find him murdered by his Alexa one day. Oh, uh, yo, Brian, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that five star review. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, we it, did get one. It does. It does a sh- it, like it helps us a fucking lot. So please, if you're on iTunes, rate and review. And if you'd like to know why, that's because we're too goddamn funny, and you can't censor us. So we're getting buried. <laughs> um, help us unbury ourselves. <laughs> yeah, get us They're out there. Us under a fucking year and a half old podcast. Fuck this. About fuck th- from <laughs> fucking theater nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they don't appreciate Ride the Lightning. I bet you they fucking don't. Fucking dweebs. <laughs> anyway, if you really like what we're doing and you want to support us even more than that, Head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. Um, Five dollars gets you four bonus episodes every month. Uh, and we have other things coming down the line. We're working on things. I know we, we've got promises of things to come, and we're, we're trying. It's a lot. We're a small operation here. Uh, we all fucking hold down full time jobs, and amongst other things, while trying to do this weekly. Um, you have so. a question that you can go back and listen to that episode 20. Or ten, or mm. anything before fifty, and you see a market difference. Yeah, yeah, uh, and we promise to keep making it better. And don't That's do right. that. Just 
if you're new and <laughs> just you, avoid it. If right. you're new and you wanna <laughs> you wanna listen to the older shit, start at fifty one and work your way forward. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that about does it. Um, Frank. For it seems that we have uh, reached our destination. It is now safe for you to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>